Are you ready to take your writing to the next level? Then welcome to the Book Editor Show. Join Clark Chamberlain and Peter Turley each week as they teach you all the tips, tools, and techniques you need to move your book from manuscript to market. Visit thebookeditorshow.com for show notes, links to guests, books, and extras to make your old novel better than ever. Now, please welcome Clark Chamberlain and Peter Turley. Welcome to the Book Editor Show. This is number 22. I'm Clark Chamberlain, your host for today, and uh, he's the only one they turn to when all hope is lost, the guardian of grammar, my co-host and friend, Peter Turley. Uh, Peter, how are you doing today? I'm just great. Have you... um... Is that what you've been doing all week? Yes, that's <laughs> been the past two weeks that we've been gone, I've been working out that. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth it. Guardian of grammar, I like that. <laughs> you know, it, uh, they're a lot of fun to always put together. And, and it really has. We've been a couple of weeks. We haven't done a show. And uh, for our listeners, uh, sorry about that. You know, I, when we started this, we really wanted to make sure we were getting something out every week. But, uh, you know, life sometimes gets in the way. <laughs> and... Uh, and I'm just glad to be back with you, Peter. So it's been, uh, I, I've missed our conversations. Definitely. Like it, it, it always feels like longer. I mean, it came back and we were having like some, some technical problems. I felt like I'd forgot like how to work kind of microphones and Google uh-huh. Hangouts. <laughs> I just felt well, really lost. But uh. I, I know. And, and um, well, last week, uh, on Thursday of last week, my uh, laptop computer, which is the one I run the Google Hangouts on, completely crashed. Like it, it died. I had to restore the entire system and everything, you know, and downloading all the programs again. And I was like, oh, I wonder if it's even going to work. You know, <laughs> so that's a couple of days lost right there, isn't it? <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, you know, it was all of Friday. You know, I tried to take the weekend off with the family, but then all of Monday. Um, before everything was back on, I'm still missing a few programs cause I'm trying to hunt down the, uh, the, the serial numbers buried in my garage somewhere, <laughs> you know, the old boxes. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's uh, certainly, you know, it certainly has made me, you know, uh, uh I, I went out and bought a, uh, uh, a home, uh, network system so I could, uh, back up stuff on a daily basis now and the things that are important. <laughs> Fill me once. <laughs> yep, exactly. So, uh, luckily I, I didn't lose any writing. Um, but, uh, I did lose some artwork, the illustrations that I was doing, um, for a, a children's book I've been working on. I've, I lost about seven pictures, so I've got to redo those and that's kind of a setback. But, yeah. yeah. So, so that's a word, word of warning out there. Creative people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I create so many backups though. I, f- I forget which one I'm working on. Like at the minute I'm doing it, um, <clears throat> I'm sort of like working on a lot of like pre-launch things and I'm sort of at the minute working on like a, a fantasy map, you know, sort of, uh, of the, the world or like a world map and sort of doing that in Photoshop. And that's been like a massive learning curve kind of doing it. I didn't really want to, I could have outsourced it, but I thought at least for the first time I wanted to sort of learn it all myself. And it just was more personal for me to do like all the, the art around it and um i have so many backups of that that sometimes i open one up and start working on it and it's it's like three weeks old <laughs> and i've just <laughs> applied all these changes to a completely different backup so yeah back it up but you know just know know where your backup know which are. one is which <laughs> yeah. I, yeah i've got uh, uh my first book is that way i've got about a, a about 40 different versions sitting in this file and i'm like man i'm confused <laughs> which one is which <laughs> Yeah, I tried to just stick to a. Since since I've been saving a lot of my writing to the cloud, that's like a, a bit easier. I, I trust it a little bit more. So 
at the minute, like the, the final draft, there is only really jinxing this out. There's like one copy of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm living on the edge a bit there, but <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't remember which, uh, what author it was. Um, Oh, I think it's in uh, in it's a book called Bird by Bird, um, uh, Anne Lamont. I think it's her name, and it's a it's a fantastic book on writing. But I think it was her father um, who would have her write and then throw away all the writing and then rewrite it from memory. So <laughs> that's, that's brutal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's something that I've never tried. But I, I always thought it was a little interesting, you know, the idea of it. And, uh, it certainly when, when the computer failed and I was grateful that I had those things backed up because uh, I was thinking if I had to write all that again, what, you know, <laughs> what, what would I drop? What would I forget? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's interesting. Cause I mean, sometimes like you, when you've been working on something for so long, um, you do kind of like feel like you're, you're almost creating a monster because it can go through so many different changes that you kind of like wonder if you've lost sight of like where it was supposed to go or and you know sometimes maybe a rewrite is in order yeah like a complete just rework the entire thing um and and it's and it's still not finished and it's not done because i've been working on this uh, middle grade book and and doing uh, projects and art projects for people um so sometimes i don't get to my own work as often as i'd want but uh, so another day, another deception, which is book two in my thriller series. Um, I came to a point where I was like, "This has become clunky and unwielding, uh, and I can't put it together anymore." And I had to cut, and I just started over from scratch. It's like I need to just look at it all again, uh, take the stuff that works, and just leave everything else behind because um, the, the story was out of control. It had become this huge thing that uh, that really I, I just was not doing it well, and it wouldn't convey that. To anyone who would read it so yeah it's it's good if when you can notice that because at the minute i'm looking at over the whole like the, the structural edit sort of thing and i'm thinking you know what works what doesn't <clears throat> does it flow have you you know foreshadowed things correctly are the, are the payoffs good enough and when you're doing a lot of moving things around as as again it can become something that you almost don't record like kind of when um if like someone's mixed up a Rubik's cube <laughs> and you're like, I just can't get it back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just going to start it all over again. <laughs> take, take in the good bits and you know, as, as long as there's enough of them to move forwards. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's interesting right now. So I'm, I'm doing a, a beta read right now with people and, um, uh, and I appreciate when they, all the feedback I get. Um, but some of them, you know, are, are more grammar inclined than others. And so they, they do grammar correction, which I'm not at that point yet. Um, and, uh, I was, uh, and I was emailing a guy back today. I was like, I really appreciate that, but you're doing a lot of work that might be cut out. <laughs> yeah. You know, that I, I'm not to that stage yet. And I feel really bad. You've done all this and you're like, well, that chapter is not even in the book anymore. I worked five hours trying to edit that chapter for you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, some, some people, uh, they love it. Don't they? It's really, uh, they really thrive on finding oh, yeah. those little mistakes. And even, oh. even as you say, you know, that that's, uh, we've discussed it before on the show. That's like, a that's like one of the last things that you, you want to look at. Cause as you say, you could cut it out. Right. Exactly. You know, and you don't want to add, add additional work for yourself or, or, or your poor beta readers. I'm like, look, I just, <laughs> I'm just interested in what you think of the story. <laughs> so, cause that's, uh, that's, a uh, that's the next part, you know, to, to move forward is making sure that it's, 
I've never written, uh, well, you know, I've written short stories, of course, but I've never done anything under 40,000 words that would, I would consider, you know, getting into that novel area and, and making it work really well. And so a lot of times I'm reading this back through, I read it out loud the other day and I was like, this moves really fast, <laughs> but at 40,000 words, you know, it's hard to, to slow, to slow everything down. You know, you've got to keep moving everything forward. It's interesting to, to work in that format. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how that can, cause obviously say you look at like an epic fantasy format and you've got upwards of a hundred thousand words to, to play with. <laughs> you almost think oh, I've got to slow this down. <laughs> so like if you're writing, if you're writing something like that with a lot of action, like that's the, like a challenge for me. Like I like to sort of, for it to be engaging and to be a lot of action but it's still in the realm of fantasy and you know that the target audience is people that that like the the depth and mm -hmm. not for one of a better word that the boring parts but you know the <laughs> the, the substance of the world and what's going you know the, the immersion the immersion into all of it like yeah. uh, like and, like uh, you know three pages worth of uh, of saddle making or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I find that stuff really difficult to to put in. You know, it's because uh, I think right, it's it's got to move the plot forward, and then to move the plot forward, I, it's like the pace is just up here. <laughs> so, you know, it's it is hard to to rein it back sometimes. Yeah, um, you, you mentioned that uh, you're getting a bunch of stuff put together um, for the release, right? You're you're trying to get everything. Uh, finished out with the map making and, and everything. Tell me what's what have you been doing the last couple of weeks and, and what's uh, what's coming up in the future? The last few weeks I've been, yeah, like work, working on the map. That was a lot of work because it was a, a massive learning curve and sort of all the artwork that's gone on there, like down to the tiniest little detail of like the mountains. Like I've drawn myself and tried like it, the, the whole thing is, you know, just original. And that's been like really fun and, you know, like just to to satisfy that creative side um writing the copy so the thinking about the synopsis thinking about um the cover um and also like being you know in the self-publishing realm reminding myself it's been a while since i've looked into kind of like seo and you know so mm -hmm. considering that and it's almost like a bit cringy to be thinking about it in like a an internet internet marketing sense but you know, that stuff's important. So I'm thinking about landing pages. Um, you know, I've just signed up to like lead pages, which is something I've never really used. I've always kind of integrated things like that myself. Mm -hmm. So I've been learning about that and looking at, you know, optimized landing pages and yeah, just like writing lots of copy and <laughs> just <laughs> trying to prepare all like that side of things and yeah. you know, looking for new themes for the website. And, you know, that's going to undergo some, some changes in the next month or two. And it's, it's almost the not fun stuff because it just takes me away from the writing and the editing, which, you know, like what you want to be spending most of your time on. But as well, that's, you know, that is the thing about being, you know, a self-published author. And, you, you know, you can you can outsource a lot of these things, which I will probably do in the future. But I also enjoy doing them myself. I like that feeling of thinking, you know, I've I've done like almost all of this. Yeah, it is a really cool feeling to be able to know how to how the, all the inner workings um, put together, you know, being able to, to actually have a hand in every step and, and every, uh, in every movement that you've done with the book. It's a really cool feeling, but yeah, you're right. It's an awful lot of work and it does take, <laughs> and it does take you away. Cause, um, yeah, cause you know what, you didn't go to, you know, like if you weren't 
going to school to be a marketer and you weren't going to school to be an artist and we're going to school for this. You've got to learn all this stuff, you know, and trying to reach out and find those resources that, uh, that can teach you how to do everything. Cause yeah, you're, you're a one man show when at that point. <laughs> That's right. I mean, like some some days, I spend the whole day like watching tutorials on <laughs> how to do something that's then going to yeah. take a couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> but I think that's the that's the beauty of sort of like one of the only good things about working on the first, you know, your first piece because you've got that luxury of, of time. Because I think as soon as your first piece is out, and you might be able to relate to this, the, the pressure's on a little bit, then, isn't it? To, it is to, to get and something out for your audience. Yeah, it really is, you know, and uh, my audience uh, has forgotten about me at this point, <laughs> you know, because uh, you've got to strike. Yeah, you've got to be able to strike when the iron's hot and it's in their mind, you know, and, and ready to go. Um, but uh, I think, you know, I'll get them back and, and I, I definitely want to have book two and book three kind of back to back really close together before I release the one to do the other because I don't want to have this happen again. You know, uh, I got to make sure that it's all set and ready. So that's right. I think it's somewhere between like where we are <laughs> and where um like Brian Cohen was that we had on recently. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and and doing the 90-day cycle, you know, which is just intense and you know, it's great that it works for him. Um I, I guess in a way though that I I'm on that cycle for other people, you know, cuz the, the other work that I do with editing and uh illustration and and doing the writing you know i'm doing it for other people and so i'm, I'm getting the money that way i just would like to get my own work back on track too that would be really nice to to get some of my own stuff out there again and the that's future. right yeah and um because you do have to do these things don't you and you know your, your time has to be sort of like spent in other ways but yeah as long as um as long as i creatively and i think you know you're keeping those those gears turning and you know that's what, I say that just to make myself feel less guilty when I spend days and I've like not written. But I'm like, well, I've been working on the website, or I've been I've been writing a autoresponder sequence or something like that, and it's it's, it's technically productive. But <laughs> you'll get that but little you're right. guilt. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel the same type of uh, productivity as getting in and, and writing a chapter and moving your your you know, creative work forward. So. Um, it's a, it's a balance and, uh, I think it's really cool. So I think back at, um, you know, when I was growing up and, uh, reading comic books, I wanted to be a comic book artist and, and writer and, and, uh, learning those types of skills. And then I was like, well, this is cool, but it'd be even cooler to make movies, but the technology, you know, at that time really wasn't there. And, the uh, the resources to release stuff wasn't there at all. You know, if I was going to create a, an independent comic book, I mean, the cost would be be enormous to try to put that together. Um, I think it's just really cool the 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 level of technology that we have now that you know people can can really release their creativity on a very small scale um, without having to have a huge uh, infrastructure put in place before they get it out. Um, you know, whether it's movies or, or comics or writing books or doing music, it's just really cool. The, the avenues we have and the technology we have to create this stuff now. Definitely. I mean, <clears throat> you know, obviously we're, we're always trying to like, you know, make it easily discoverable. Um, but at the end of the day, like, you know, you put it out there and someone, someone's going to see it and you know, the internet's like, it is a big place and you know, you want to, you want to rank and you want to get on like the fact you want to have people, more people, as many as possible come across your work. But I mean, it's so much easier now. And, you know, you've got the likes of, say, like, DeviantArt, you know, that's, like, doing great things for for artists to get 
you know other people's opinions or to get to get recognized and you know that's uh there's a, there's a lot of good things happening yeah yeah it's really cool to be in this position now um my brother does uh he creates video games and um we were having a conversation the other day about uh what i don't know if you want to call it amateur but it's it's going to be a smaller group you know the people have the day job but they want to make video games you know and, and now uh things like Unreal Engine and Unity have become free if you make, if those products sell less than X amount of dollars, you know, so they've really uh, started catering to this indie crowd and this, it's only going to grow. I mean, we've seen a huge growth in, in publishing and now we're going to see it in these other creative outlets too. And it's a, it's really cool place to be, you know, on the forefront of all this uh, and to, to be a source to help people along this journey. I think it's pretty cool. So yeah, that's great. I mean, it, it gives people a chance to, you know, obviously it is hard at the beginning when you've got to invest in, you know, programs and different mm -hmm. things that you need to sort of move forward when you're not really getting anything back from the craft. So, you know, that's a really like great idea and it gives people the chance to, to use those things when like right at the beginning. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right out of the gate. Um, <laughs> the, uh, my business taxes the last couple of years, you know, have shown loss. And a lot of the places that the loss is greatest is, is licensing fees for programs and things like that to, to have the software and have the, the, have the, the computer systems and everything in place to do the editing work and to do all of this. And, um, and I'm sure they look at it. They're like, what in the world is this guy buying? <laughs> <laughs> so it costs all this money, but uh, yeah, you know, and so I'm, I'm excited that those things are, are changing for different people. Um, so one of the things I wanted to talk about, I, I uh, you know, catch up with each other and what we've been doing. Um, one of the things I've noticed, uh, I was doing the read through, reading it out loud. And um, so word choices um, are just so interesting. Um, so at the beginning of my book, my, my character, you know, he's, uh, he, it's, it's from his perspective. It's not a first person, it's a third person, but it's all him in each of the chapters. Um, so it's definitely, you know, a camera over his shoulder type of deal. But, uh, but I was calling his parents, mother and father. And at the beginning, and, and then I was reading it out loud. I was like, that is, just sounds so formal, you know, and even, <laughs> even if it's back in the, you know, in the twenties, uh, it just sounded way too formal for me. And, and trying to figure that stuff out. Cause it's like, well, no, no one even knows what their, their names are. Cause I, I can't call them like Mr. And Mrs. Hudson. Cause he wouldn't address them as Mr. And Mrs. Hudson. <laughs> and so trying to finally settling with, you know, the mom and dad and putting that in there, it was, it's interesting. Um, do you have any of those types of words, you know, when you come across something, you're like that, it just doesn't sound right. It's not giving me the right feeling that I'm after. I, I have like, yes, yeah, sort of like characters where I just haven't named them. Um, uh -huh. like so say like a character's mom and i just never name them and <laughs> like and then i'll get a couple of chapters in and i'll be like where, where's where's this guy's mom <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like i find it so easy to neglect things like that that again uh -huh. are like peripheral to sort of the plot that i have to like <laughs> remind myself to put these things in sometimes and to, to flesh them out more and you know uh -huh. as you say like choose the right words and what would they say like how would they relate to that person and so you, we've got to do our research and like you say especially if it's a specific period of time but also you know think about getting the characters heads and keep it different for each character instead you know like every character says like you know 
mum or you find that everyone keeps calling people boy or yeah you know like that happens a lot because especially in the realm of fantasy i, I always have like these grumpy characters that call people boy uh-huh. <laughs> and i sort of think that's okay if it's sort of like one character but when everybody's doing it <laughs> it's, it's, it just gets a bit repetitive so i have to watch yeah. out for that I found a lot of boys in mind when people were addressing him and, uh, or kid, Hey kid, you know, and, it's, fun, isn't it? it's fun to, to write like that and write someone like uh, that. Yeah, it is. Um, it, another one that, and I can't, I've never been able to figure out a good word for it, you know, cause it's just a, it's talking about economy of words, you know, his brothers and sisters. But if you change it to his siblings, siblings, it, it's uh, one of those things that feels removed, like from someone who cares about, I don't know. And maybe yeah. I'm just, uh, it's in my head that way. But uh, that was another one of the words, you know, trying to figure out how to, how to say it. And, and so it sounds right, you know, because even saying your brothers and sisters, it doesn't sound exactly right either. No, so, that's an interesting one, that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they have an effect, don't they? And they, they kind of, yeah. they're going to plant a seed in the reader's mind as to like how the characters perceiving them and what they're exactly. And how the relationship is between them all, you know, and, um, I used, uh, someone called me out on using the word sibling in my, in the first book, but I actually meant to use it that way because of the distance that he had with his, with his brothers and sisters. But in this one, I was like, Oh, I don't want that at all in there. Um, (laughs) but yeah, you know, like you go to the the thesaurus and and you've got relative, you know, sister, brother, kinfolk kin and sib you know i mean that it doesn't give you a lot of options bro <laughs> bro hey bro you just end up putting them out completely he <laughs> was an only child <laughs> yeah which which goes against the whole thing you know with this kid being a middle child in this huge family and getting lost all the time so <laughs> like I, I didn't have a choice <laughs> well, let, let me know how you uh how you solve that one <laughs> I, yeah I, i'm working on it still trying to figure it all out <laughs> It's good because uh, in fantasy, the only child's a bit of a trope, so it's it's yeah. it's okay. I can get away with that. <laughs> Don't have that problem. <laughs> no. So um, you've got some exciting news, though, right? Uh, you're getting ready to kind of take a little leave of absence from yeah, your day that's job. right. I'm um, yeah, I've decided to uh, to take a leap. I'm gonna gonna go and uh, study writing more in depth, um, at, like a university level, which is is gonna be cool. Um, I'm gonna sort of be able to write all day and all night so that's gonna be good and um yeah i've decided to sort of like leave a little bit early and i'm gonna have a couple of months off so that's gonna give me a chance to get all this like pre-launch stuff done and work on like the websites and you know the book covers and just just really get it really try and get everything as as close to right as it can be (laughs) so it's gonna be a busy time but um, I'm, i'm really looking forward to it well, that's really good. Well, uh, I'll definitely give you some advice. You know, you got to you got to pace yourself. You know, like sleeping in and drinking. You know, just like when you're working by yourself. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you've got to make sure you you still make time for that. <laughs> yeah, you, you, well, that's true. You know, like but make sure it's not all the time. <laughs> so it it is interesting. You know, like trying to to make sure. And we've talked about motivation before too. You know, but just like getting up and making your work happen on a daily basis. It's uh, some people just can't do it at all, you know, and, and there's some days that I don't want to do it, <laughs> yeah. but you get out and you keep working. So imagine, did you find the sort of like, cause it was pretty recent, wasn't it? You sort of like, um, like left the, left the day job and started working you know, on your, 
your own. Um, did you find like discipline like came easily? Um, you know, so you know you've not got that job to go to, so your alarm goes off at like you know seven or whatever, and you're thinking, mm, I could get away with another hour. I am pretty tired, and you know you start justifying it in your head. Like, did you do that, or did, would you just did you keep the routine? Well, and so, so I I started you know back in January um, or at the end of December um, started doing full time, and uh, I, I took my son to school every morning. So I, I didn't have a choice to stay in bed. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing with it, you know, I, it's a, it, you know, I still have financial responsibilities. And so like, I knew that if I wasn't working and wasn't making stuff happen, you know, the, the money wasn't going to fall out of the sky for me. So there was, <laughs> there was part of that, you know, that Damn. feeling of my back. Plenty <laughs> out the window. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a, a feeling of having your back up against the wall and you're like, I'm going to either make it or not make it, you know, and I, I've got to just do everything I can possibly to do. So, so my situation might be a little different, but I mean, I was working day and then, you know, spend a couple hours with my family in the, uh, in the evenings and then work all night, like two, three o'clock in the morning before I was getting done just trying to get everything moving, you know, and creative stuff in the morning, internet stuff at night, you know, trying to get the websites put together and connect with people and, and learn, you know, huge learning curves on some different things. So it was, it was good, but, um, but definitely I, I hit a wall, you know, you can't, humans can't do that forever. <laughs> or at least I can't, I know you could. <laughs> well, you know, I, I didn't want to say anything, you know, thought, <laughs> it might embarrass you and, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, there was, there, I finally hit a wall as it's like, you know what? I, I need to take time off. I need to have a couple of days to recharge and, and I've got to pull back on staying up so late trying to do that. Cause it, it's not being productive. You know, I'm just it, the, the daytime creativity is not there. So yeah, that's it. If you, you sort of, you almost like, cause I, I can be a bit of a, a night owl as well. And you almost think, oh, I stayed up till like three o'clock working last night. I'd like, how productive am I? But then yeah. Most of that time was probably spent, you know, like tangentially, you know, searching Wikipedia articles or something and <laughs> or watching a, a video on YouTube that teaches you how yeah. to do something. And, and then, as you say, you know, you end up sleeping in the next day and you, you're tired. And so it, it can be more of a, a hindrance than a, <laughs> than a help. Right. It, it really can. You know what I mean? They, they found that years ago, you know, like with working people on an assembly line or, or you know, in working them all day long, 10, 12 14 hour days. It's just like, just people just can't do it. You know, they're just not designed to do that. You got to have your mind's got to have, especially if you're doing creative work, which, which does require a lot of mental activity. You've got to be able to recharge those batteries and, <laughs> and make sure you're ready to go the next day. Yeah, um, that's so true. I mean, you've got to, did you make time as well to, to sort of like consume? So like, I mean, I have to sort of, especially when I'm working on a big story, I'd like, I have to have time to kind of like, you know, watch films in the in the genre, or read something, or or to just like to be in that world, sort of like mentally that that isn't just like my writing. So, did you yeah. did you make that as like a like a professional part of the day? You know, <laughs> well, yeah, I watch a Game of Thrones. I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, within uh, within three weeks, I realized you know I needed to get into a, a really good routine. Um, one of the things you know in during my creative work time, I unplug the internet and I turn my phone off because like you were saying before, like you could, you're like, Oh, I need a, an idea for a name for this character. And then two hours later, you're like, well, I guess I'm done watching this on this, <laughs> this funny cat video on YouTube. Um, <laughs> but, uh, 
but uh, so one of the things, you know, um, physical health is really important. So I made sure I was taking an hour out of every one of my days to go work out at the gym and I do that in the morning. And then, uh, during my lunchtime though, yeah, I, I turn the, I turn on something. I, I guess, you know, I, I didn't really think about it is I need to consume from this type of, of art form or something like that. But I did try to, to, to take a break, you know, and move away from everything else and just give myself an hour to relax and just do something to different watch the, uh, to watch the cat videos. Guilt yeah. Free. To watch the cat videos, to watch something, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it really does. It takes a lot of effort to make sure that you're disciplined to, to do the tasks that need to be done every day and then not overdoing. It. It's really important too, though. So yeah, it's going to be a, an interesting challenge, but it's, it's definitely one I'm looking forward to. And, and there's like one thing that kind of like is hopefully going to spur me on is the knowing how I'd feel if I got to the end of that time. So come sort of like, I think it's going to be like the end of September. And thinking, whoa, I've like done nothing <laughs> in these last like few months. <laughs> that would just be the worst thing. Yeah. No, I always feel like I, I'm not doing enough. You know, like, um, like so I, I wrote out a little thing, you know, stuff that I wanted to get done in the month of May. Um, and I've looked at the calendar days like, oh my goodness, the month is halfway done. And what have I really gotten done on this list? You know, and I haven't accomplished anything completely off in the list. And and some of the stuff I haven't even started, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, um, the, the, I, I write a lot of lists. Like, I'm always writing lists. I've I have, I loved them. I just find them so, like, so much fun to, like, cross things off. But, again, like, sometimes I will find myself, like, just bumping something over, like, to the next day and to the next day. <laughs> it's, like, it seems to it's, like, on, like, all my lists. <laughs> like, never getting it off. <laughs> and I came across a tip. What was I listening to? I think it was the Tim Ferriss podcast, um, the author of the Four Hour Work Week. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I've been listening to that a bit lately. There's some pretty good, uh, some pretty good information on there. And um, and he was saying like he he gets like hampered with like emails and they can like soak up his whole day and stuff. And he said that for a while he'd just kind of have one thing on the list and just think, you know, what's the what's the thing that's causing me the most anxiety on that list. And that's probably like your most important one. And then he yeah. would just assign like a whole day to that. And, you know, so then there's no other distractions. And he, he used an app called um, Freedom or a website called Freedom and or a program. And it like shuts off all your, your internet and shuts everything off on your computer. So you've, you know, if you, you make, can there be. Yeah, you make great time. So. That's, yeah. that's important. I'm really bad at that. Yeah, to remove those kind of distractions because they can really become huge distractions during your day and trying to get other work done. So, but, yeah. Well, um, we've uh, we've come to the end of our time already. Well, <laughs> doesn't it fly? <laughs> it does fly, you know, and, and it's good to catch up. And um, yeah, uh, this next time, our next show, we're actually going to have someone who's sent in work that we can uh, that we can edit on air. So excellent. Can yeah. we? Can we mention anything about it? Or we, we uh, not it? yet, um, but I will send it to you today and so we can take a look at it. I've got to double check to the email to see if we could say his name or not. I don't remember if he said we could or not. So, um, yeah. But do you got anything to, to add there? Um, no, I've, I've, I, yeah, I just wanted to talk about, um, you know, everything we've been doing and, you know, I think uh, we've, we've, we've both been pretty busy and again, like I'm looking forward to, you know, getting a, a couple of good shows out there and 
you know, it's going to be good to sort of look at looking over people's work. And I think, yeah. you know, if people stay tuned, like the next couple of months are going to be, they're going to be pretty good, I think, because, you know, we're both going to have the, the time on our hands. And, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, the next few shows. Yeah, I am as well. So um, it'll be a lot of fun to, to be able to get back into the groove of things. So, but yes. um and especially the uh, especially the editing because this is going to be like the first uh the first yeah. editing show this, this is going to be a pretty big show it will be so it'll be a lot of fun so um i just want to thank everyone for joining us today and for keeping uh keeping us on your ipod um if you enjoyed the show please subscribe to us and leave a review at itunes if you're an editor who'd like to be a guest host or an author who'd like to us to edit your work live on air go to the bookeditorshow.com and drop us a line i'm clark chamberlain and for peter turley uh, keep writing keep learning keep writing and build a better book Thank you for listening and come back next week for more. Please visit thebookeditorshow.com for show notes, links to guests, books and extras, and for information on how to be a guest on the show.